0: you a question. When you think of the Steelers' needs for 2021, does tight end ever even cross your mind? No? No, I know, right? Same with me. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers, available on all podcasting platforms bright and early every Monday through Friday morning. I also offer up daily shots of Penguins and Pirates, on that same platform. Eric Ebron might or might not be brought back in 2021. He is signed. Uh, He was inked to a two-year contract last summer as a free agent. But his cap hit in 2021 Goes up to 8.5 million. If he's cut before his roster bonus is due, the Steelers would save 6 million on the cap hit. It's not the easiest call, but I also don't think it's the hardest call. Uh, I didn't like what I saw the guy. I very much got the impression that Ben Roethlisberger did. But if you're following what appears to be the writing on the wall over on the south side, you're seeing that these guys are starting to be more inclined toward allowing their offensive coordinator to offensively coordinate as opposed to letting that all be the purview of the franchise quarterback. And as such particularly with all this sweeping that Matt Canada likes to do, a lot of the left-right, a lot of the misdirection that counts very heavily on excellent, not good, not very good, not great, excellent blocking at the edges of the line of scrimmage and a lot of pulling and so forth. I don't know where Ebron fits with that. Or if he fits with that, I'll, I'll be kind of surprised to see him back. But I also think that'll be a sign that maybe they're again just, you know, bowing to Ben and 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 getting him the kind of players that he wants. Ebron to me was a disappointment. I'll, I'll say it again. He he caught fifty six passes for five hundred and fifty eight yards and five touchdowns. The touchdowns were. Somewhat memorable because they were timely, if you'll recall. Like, they came in big moments of wins. So they stick out a little bit extra. And that's good. There's nothing wrong with that. Clutch is part of sports. Timing is part of sports. But out of those 56 passes... Well, let's put it this way. fifty-six. Those 56 passes came on 91 targets. And... That's a lot of targets for a tight end to only catch a little more than half of them. Ebron was awful with the drops. Uh, Whenever Deontay Johnson was going through his big dropping spell, you'll recall around the time of the Buffalo and Washington games, it was as if Ebron was trying to outdo him. Like, he'd turn and he'd face Ben from seven or eight yards and have a number thrown right between the eight and the five that would just plop onto the ground. And you'd be like, what? They were the ugliest drops, uglier than than Deontay's. On top of that, he was, and this was known beforehand, not just a bad blocker, but a guy who didn't want to block at all. Like, he didn't have any interest in doing it. And the Steelers would be in these... Critical situations, and for whatever reason, he'd be on the field, like clear, like third and one, fourth and one type of settings, and, and he would just basically mail it in. If you think of the Steelers' offensive problems over the course of 2020, and you think about the drops and you think of the way the line didn't block and everything else here, when you get to down and distance, Nothing hurt them more than those short yardage situations. They gave up the football. They gave up field position. They gave up points by being unable to meet those. I don't want the guy back. Let's leave it there. I don't want the guy back. This segment of Daily Shot is brought to you by our new partners at FUBO TV. If you're paying around 200 bucks a month for cable, as most of us do, FuboTV is 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels with an emphasis on sports, and now including AT&T SportsNet Pittsburgh, meaning you can watch all the Penguins games, all the Pirates games, and you've basically lost all your excuses to hang on to cable. For our listeners only, go to FuboTV.com slash DK to get 15% off your first month. One more time fubotv.com slash dk 15% off your first month I also don't feel particularly inclined to spend a whole lot of money at the position the Steelers committed a big chunk of change to the tight end position in 2020 between Ebron and Vance McDonald and I don't think you can afford to do that and I don't think there's a need to do that they had either Ebron or Vance McDonald, on the field as a tight end at the expense, if you think about this, of James Washington. Why didn't you go with more four wide receiver sets? Look at the calendar. See what year it is. That's how people are playing football right now. James Washington is a better football player than either of those two guys last year. He should have been on the field. I think Ben wanted to recreate Heath Miller. I think he's wanted to do that for a while. He's wanted to have that... Big, uh, very visible target over the middle, the way Heath always presented. And to know that that guy could catch that third down pass, including downfield, if it came to that. Well, there were any number of problems with that, not to keep burying Ebron, but he never went downfield, mostly because Ben never went downfield. So what was the point of having a tight end who could catch passes downfield? It was all wasted. Ebron got almost no yards after the catch. Hardly ever broke a tackle. Unless, and again, this was to his credit, he saw the end zone in sight. For whatever reason, that ended up amping him up a little bit. But in regular situations, tell me how many times you recall him turning something that was nothing into a significant gain. Yeah, me neither. I don't know what... Canada is going to do with this offense. But I do know that this team had shortcomings in terms of blocking, both in the run game and in pass protection, although the numbers are deceiving in that regard, and they make you think that Ben was just fine because he didn't get hurt and he didn't get sacked much, and that's great, but Ben also had to release the ball in 2.7 seconds, fastest of any quarterback in the NFL, because he knew he was going to be under siege if he didn't. Ask me, and what you really want, and what the Steelers really should have done at some point in the 2020 season, as I was pleading at the time, was to go with a blocking tight end, a formidable blocking tight end, you know, like maybe, oh, I don't know, Vance McDonald, and let Ben have more time to survey the field, to throw the ball downfield, and to pull the other team's defense away from the line of scrimmage at least a little bit. But they didn't do that. They couldn't do that because they had Ebron up there, and Ben thought that Ebron was something for whatever reason. So, take his toy away. Tell him what kind of offense he has to run. With respect, whatever. I'm not talking about, you know, making some kind of scene or a show or whatever. Or we're tougher than you or whatever else. You explain it. These are the things that we saw in 2020 that we didn't like. Here's why we're going to address them this way in 2021. Get a blocking tight end. They don't cost much. They don't. You can go find a Matt Speth somewhere and not pay a whole lot of money. And for that matter, if Matt Speth were still available, I'd take him back. Because that's the kind of guy you need. Matt Speth was an elite blocking tight end who, if really, really, really needed, could represent somebody who could go out for a pass or at least keep the defense honest in that regard. Get a blocking tight end. Get James Washington under the field. And look, if you really want to spend the money somewhere on offense and make Ben at least semi-happy about this, go ahead and try to find a way to keep Juju. But don't be spending this money on Ebron. Bottom line. When we come back, just one question. back. Time for just one question. If you'd like to leave one, you can do that by visiting DK Pittsburgh Sports. Find the article that contains this podcast and leave it right there in comments. This segment of Daily Shot is brought to you by the personal injury law firm of Luxembourg, Garbett Kelly, and George, LGKG. They represent people who are hurt in car accidents, who need help with workers' comp, who filed for medical malpractice claims. The attorneys at LGKG have been keeping promises in our region for over 80 years. Learn more about them at lgkg.com or by calling 888-842-5454. And today's just one question comes from Sean. It's a response to my opening of yesterday's podcast that strongly suggested that Ben Roethlisberger will still be the AFC North's best quarterback in 2021, as he was, and decisively so, in 2020. Sean responds, I would agree with this general principle more readily if I knew for certain that Roethlisberger in 2021 will be more like the first nine games as opposed to his last seven. That's what has to concern fans. Can the good first half be replicated? And can the second-half problems be mitigated? Sean, I'm going to disagree with part of your premise here, and that's because Ben's first half of the season was built on opponents still being surprised that he wouldn't throw downfield. If you'll recall, through almost the entirety of of the 11-0 start. Ben was still dinking and dunking. He was still just doing quick slants, uh, sideways passes, bubble screens, things right off the line of scrimmage to get rid of the football. Everything was boom, 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 just like that. I'm not interested in seeing that Ben again. I'm interested in seeing the Ben who performed the way he did in the second half against the Colts. Remember that? When Phillip Rivers uh, is out there, Ben's draft classmate, and he's flinging the ball deep downfield, and maybe that's what did it, but then Ben comes out all of a sudden and he starts gunning, and all of a sudden it looked like it was you know 10 years ago again between these two guys. That's the Ben that needs to come back. He was doing that, I thought, in a pretty healthy way. And he also, for what it's worth, made some uh, strong connections. Believe it or not, I'm sure it's been clouded by now. But in the Cleveland playoff game, after the interceptions, he was able to throw downfield and he was able to hook up with guys. You know, I want to say he threw for like a billion yards in that game or something. You know, again, it's it's all moot after you throw three picks in the first quarter, but. it shows us that it's still in there. But to me, that begins not with Ben, not with his mindset, not with his pride, not with wanting to show up the other quarterback, but with him feeling confident that he has the time. And that's only going to come with a dedicated and effective offensive line. Some of that is going to contribute to the running game that he absolutely unequivocally did not have, 32nd in the league. But a lot of that's also going to be, you know, O-line guys in two-point stances advertising that they're there to just stand up for Ben out of the shotgun. Ben drops back, looks around, doesn't like what he sees, looks over. Oh, look, there's that guy. I'll hit him. Wait, look at Claypool way down there. That's what I'm talking about. We didn't see that, Ben, in the first half of last season. We saw it in the second half of one game. And, again, the second half of a blowout playoff loss. There's got to be more to it than that. It's it's not going to be nearly as sexy to talk this summer about... Uh, the Steelers' various needs and how they address them on the offensive line. It never is. That's never some glamour subject. Ooh, let's tune in to hear this. This guy wants to talk about how they're going to manage right guard this year. No one does that, okay? But if we're getting real about this football team, that's where it all has to start. It has to be right there at the line of scrimmage. I'll maintain, stubbornly, maybe naively, that Ben can still be pretty close to his best If he's A, given time, B, trusts that he'll be given time. But it has to come in that order. Good question, Sean. Thanks for that. I appreciate it. I appreciate everybody listening today. And let's do this again tomorrow. At point.